Tune in to the Bridging the Gap radio show, hosted by Pastor Hugh Harmon, live every Sunday at 5 p.m. on Never Had It So Good Gospel 107. Be a part of this challenging but life-changing show discussing men versus males, educational issues, parenting tips, and learning how to be faithful in trying times. That's the Bridging the Gap radio show, hosted by Pastor Hugh Harmon, live every Sunday at 5 p.m. Call in and be a part of the show at 347-855-8867 on Never Had It So Good Gospel 107. Remember, positive communication is the key to success. Powered by Never Had It So Good Sports Media Network. This is the 15-minute lunch break with Pastor Hugh J. Harmon here on Never Had It So Good Gospel 107. I trust and pray that these 15-minute lunch breaks have been an inspiration and an encouragement and a motivation for the week ahead. Uh, Today, I want to speak from the thought, strength is built in the weight. I want to start with the foundation of a scripture from Isaiah, the 40th chapter, and somewhere around the 29th verse, it says, He gives strength to the weary and increases the power of the weak. It says, even youths grow tired and weary and young men stumble and fall. But those who hope in the Lord or wait on the Lord will renew their strength. They will soar on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not be faint. Advancing society, developing modernity, and the general thought of contemporary culture is that efficiency, speed, and the outright economy of time are among the great character traits of the developing civilization. As most of the world moved from an agricultural society to the industrial age, national economies were greatly impacted by the ease and the increase in production that factories and their assembly lines wrought in the business of making goods. Quickly, the concept of mass production moved from the realm of just making cars and furniture and electronics and other consumer goods to the ultimate consumer good of all, commodities, food. The age of industrialization created the fast food craze and in-home do-it-yourself technologies like the microwave. These all serve the culture's growing appetite for immediate gratification. However, it has conversely created a culture that is abrasive to the idea of waiting for anything. We want everything now, even relationships and the benefits associated with it. If they don't yield for us immediate satisfaction, we want out right now, out of the marriage, out of the job, out of the friendship. That's the wave of the present. Instead of going to counseling, we want a divorce. Instead of going to speaking to the boss, we quit the job. Instead of confronting someone that we felt was a friend and, and question their, their decisions or their speech or their actions on your behalf or against your behalf, we just cut people off. That's the wave of the present. Get in 
And if you don't get what you want now, get out just as quickly. But the Bible tells us that we should adopt an attitude that does not balk at waiting. Farmers sow seeds and they are wise enough to know that a major part of the growing process requires waiting. Get back to waiting. Wait on God in your relationships with raising your kids, even with fulfillment in your work. Wait and you will see the results of your faith manifested in renewed strength. We are so quick to cancel what God is doing in our lives. Many of us pray and we ask God to do some things. And when God starts to do those very things and we find out that after praying, there's a process that we have to go through. We get angsty and we get anxious and we start to... uh, to talk about maybe God didn't hear us and maybe God isn't answering our prayer, but we have to understand that there's got to be some waiting that has to take place. When we wait on God, we set ourselves up for the total recovery because in our season of waiting, there are really two types of experiences being addressed. Experiences that are homophones, words that sound the same, but really have truly distinct meanings. There is the wait. W-E-I-G-H-T of bearing adverse and challenging situations. And then there is the wait, W-A-I-T of patiently abiding in a circumstance that seems to be unchanging. In the phase of waiting, W-E-I-G-H-T-I-N-G, we are going through naturally burdensome experiences growing up taking responsibility, making life-altering decisions and experiencing life with less and less external support. This is why it seems as though life is about to overwhelm us and even maybe suffocate the breath out of us. This strangling, this shortening of breath, as it were, is actually a layer of the waiting period, W-A-I-T-I-N-G. Paul comforts the church at Rome with the idea that faith in the grace of God affords us through Jesus Christ, gives us the capacity to rejoice even in adversity because rejoicing in adversity, problems and trials develops endurance in us in turn that endurance develops strength of character. Sometimes we call it experience. To wait on God is to develop strength of character. Life's experiences outside of a faithful relationship with God can be taxing, not only on one's physical body with the issues of disease and sickness, etc., but it can also be taxing to our spirits and souls, driving us to emotional valleys and pits. But when we choose to patiently wait, W-A-I-T, not addicted to immediate gratification, but waiting on God, knowing that he is able, when we wait, we shall have renewed strength. Walking is a leisurely pursuit of many in the age of inexpensive ways to get fit. There are studies that suggest that walking around the office, parking in the outskirts, of a mall, a supermarket, shopping center, walking that extra distance to the entrance and circling your neighborhood block at least three times a week are all great strategies to cheaply chip away at the vestiges of ill health and lack of physical fitness. But no one that I know sets out on the evening walk intending to work up such a sweat and expend so much energy that they faint. But we do so on a regular basis just walking through the issues of life. No one affixes to their dietary and fitness plans walks to the point of fainting. 
But the vicissitudes of life, relationship trials, marriage woes, job uncertainty, economic shortfalls, debt, all encroach upon our life's walk and bring us, many of us, to the point of fainting. In order not to faint because of relationship trials and marriage woes, we seek other partnerships. We don't wait. To get over job uncertainty and economic shortfalls, we engage in shady financial schemes. Again, we don't wait. Some of us seek restitution and balance in illicit drugs and the consumption of alcohol, hoping to dull the pain, confusion, and hopefully skip the experience of fainting. And all we end up doing is exacerbating our fall. But when you wait on God, when you stop long enough in what you are doing to hear God's voice and to heed his instructions on stewardship and godly marriages and divinely orchestrated relationships, a real success in life, then you find out that the notion of fainting is not an option. Isaiah 40 in verse 29, it says he gives strength to the weary. That's the God that we serve. When we wait on God, even in work and the weariness that comes with work, if we are waiting on God in that work, that weariness will turn into strength. It says he increases the power of the weak. Uh, Even if you are weak, if you are working while waiting on God, He will increase your power. It says, even youths grow tired and weary. Wow. And young men stumble and fall. The Bible tells us that virility and youth is no, uh, what's the word? It's no guarantee that you're not going to fall That you're not going to fail sometimes, that you're not going to hurt sometimes, that you're not going to get tired sometimes, that you're not going to be fatigued at times. But it says, but those who wait and hope in the Lord. The, The way to get through this thing is not hoping and waiting on men or hoping and waiting on women or hoping and waiting on siblings or hoping and waiting on parents or hoping and waiting on children. But it's hoping and waiting on the Lord. It says they will renew their strength. They will soar on wings like eagles. And if you know anything about eagles wings, it has the capacity to fly at tremendous heights. Heights where the air is thin. The eagle could fly there. It says and they will run. And not get weary. I could tell you I, I'm a track athlete. I ran track for about the first uh, 19 or 20 years of my life from the age of four all the way up to about 21. I was a competitive amateur track athlete. And I know that, you know, as much as I love running and competing on the track and events, I hated the training that was involved, the conditioning that was involved, because I knew the pain of running. I knew when lactic acid built up in your muscles because of extensive running, the pain that it caused. But this Bible tells us when you wait on the Lord, when you hope in the Lord, 
you will run and not grow weary. And it says, even if you can't run, you will walk and not be faint. This is the 15 minute lunch break with Pastor Hugh J. Harmon here on Never Had It So Good Gospel 107. I'll leave with you today. There's strength in the wait. Have a great day. Tune in to the Bridging the Gap radio show, hosted by Pastor Hugh Harmon, live every Sunday at 5 p.m. on Never Had It So Good Gospel 107. Be a part of this challenging but life-changing show discussing men versus males, educational issues, parenting tips, and learning how to be faithful in trying times. That's the Bridging the Gap radio show, hosted by Pastor Hugh Harmon, live every Sunday at 5 p.m. Call in and be a part of the show at 347-855-8867 on Never Had It So Good Gospel 107. Remember, positive communication is the key to success. Powered by Never Had It So Good Sports Media Network.